3: Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for
0: everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: Back on primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino tip of the strip right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. What are you doing over there? Making bets? What's your story? I'm
4: just looking through, you know, seeing if anything got added throughout the course of the day. Hmm.
2: Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you got to point at me like that? Uh, Kelly, before we uh, we get back into your match play bets, why don't we update all the scores here, including a St. Bonaventure win over Virginia in the NIT quarters.
5: All right, I'll start uh, over. Well, you know what? No, there's no other
2: college going on right now, so never mind. We'll go with the NBA. Gil just gave the college update. 52-51, St. Bonaventure, last second Right at the buzzer with it. There you go. Mm-hmm.
5: Warriors up on the Magic right now, 79 to 75. Eight minutes left in the game there. Warriors, seven and a half point live favorites, 194 and a half. Your live total. Hawks up on the Knicks, 78 to 71. 445 left in the third quarter. No live lines currently up. Bucks up 20 on the Bulls, 59 to 39. 30 seconds remain in the second quarter. Bucks, 17 and a half point live favorites, 220 and a half the live total over on the ice we got a bunch going on devils lead the rangers 5 to 2 17 minutes left in the third period uh, you can catch three and a half goals with the Rangers if you want to get in live or 13 to 1 on the money line. Your live total is set at nine, shaded slightly to the under. Hurricanes up on the Lightning, two to one at the second intermission. Hurricanes minus 425 live. Lightning plus 285, five and a half your live total, juiced heavily to the under. Penguins up on the Blue Jackets, four to one, 13 minutes left in the third period. Uh, Penguins minus 5,000 live, 25 to 1 on the Blue Jackets. If you wanted to get in live, catch three and a half goals, six and a half, you're live total. Blues up on the Capitals, four to two, 17 and minutes left to go in the game. The Capitals, 7-1 live if you wanted to hop in on that side. Live total set at 8, juiced slightly to the under. Red Wings lead the Flyers 3-2, six minutes left in the second period. Red Wings minus 475 live. Flyers plus 310, 7.5 your live total. Senators and Islanders 0-0 still, 240 left in the second period. Islanders minus 200, Senators plus 150 Live total set at 2.5, juice to the over. Golden Knights and Jets, 0-0, second period just about to get started. Jets, minus 185 on the live line. Golden Knights, plus 135, 4.5 the total. And Oilers and Stars, scoreless, 3.5 minutes left to go in the first period. Live lines currently off the board for that game.
2: Uh, I've been taking orders for that pizza since I wasted the audience's time by repeating three of our draft uh, <laughs> picks. Uh, you get a uh, lot of wine? Uh, pepperoni, mushroom, extra cheese, sausage, onion, black olives, green pepper, fresh garlic, tomato, fresh basil, uh, pineapple, beet pesto with goat cheese, caramelized onions, apples, breakfast pizza. I don't know what that means. Bacon, sausage, jalapeno, sriracha. A rhubarb came in, basil. Apple honey, grilled honey chicken, We calamari. Did we just set a record for tweets on this we show? We got one from 702AJ that
4: says he would like anchovies on his pizza for two reasons. One, he actually loves anchovies on his pizza. And two, he won't have to share it because no one else does. Oh, I see what he did. So he gets a whole pizza for himself. All
2: right, I'm working on it. I'll make the call. Anchovies, Kelly. You want to continue with your wonderful match play picks?
5: Yeah, let's uh, let's go over that again. Alex Noren, my one outright sixty to one. Alex Noren with a great uh, great match play record uh, in his past, and uh, he's been a hot golfer lately. Matt and I have been b- betting on him kind of regularly the past few weeks, uh, so really like him. Both uh, he's my one outright bet, and then I have him in the group. Uh, what's he? Group ten winner at plus three ten. Uh, got him as the long shot last night in that group, so like that bet. Um, what and what I'm doing from an these will be most of my bets. I might dabble with a couple matches over the next the next few days. I will probably add a couple outrights after they get past these group the group play section. So once they get to the quarterfinals, then might add a couple outrights as we head into the weekend. Um, is how I'm planning on playing this. Just a one longer shot uh, as we head into the tournament. Other group bets that I do have Morikawa two to one uh, in that group. Sergio's got a great match play record, um, and and yeah. Co-cracks in that group. I, just the numbers I kind of was running last night. I thought Murakawa had a slight edge. Not a huge bet on that one for me. Hovland plus one seventy-five uh, in, in his group. Now, don't get wrong. He has Will Zalatoris in that group. My my thinking, though, he can get by Zalatoris and win this group. I think he's got some room to go uh, in the tournament, so I like him in the group there, and possibly even, I'll probably dip in on him on an outright if he gets out of the group uh, stage as well. Taylor Gooch, we talked a bit about this already. I hit this at plus 240, plus 225, and plus 210. Uh, Hit it a couple other times today, as we've heard some of this DeChambeau news coming out. DeChambeau dealing with injuries. You've got Richard Bland in this group. It's really a Taylor Gooch, seemingly a Taylor Gooch versus Lee Westwood matchup, so I will take uh, uh, over two to, over two to one on that all day. Uh, I, I do that is my heaviest bet of of this tournament and and pretty uh, uh, by far. Yeah, both of us on Norin. I, I mean,
4: this is a guy nineteen and eight career yeah. match play record and eleven and three at this golf course. Yeah. In his career, um, he has played very, very well at this uh, at this tournament. And listen, he's in good form as well. A couple of top fives in his last four starts as well for Norin. So, uh, kind of everything you're looking at here for a guy that you're getting. You got over three to one. I got right at three to one. You can still get ish. In that, in, in that area, you know, yeah. uh, r- around three to I one. I think it's but. a great
5: bet. I mean, it's a, it's Taylor Gooch is my favorite one on here, and then I think Norton's my second favorite bet because of the odds and, and everything we just talked about. The only other one that I have is Kepka to win that group 16. Uh, look, you got Shane Lowry in there who's been playing fantastic recently, but Man, Shane Lowry's played a ton, Matt. Like, that's just the one where I'm, I'm seeing, you know, Kravka Price is the, is the second shot in that group, getting plus 230 on him. Again, this is one of my smaller bets, but I thought it was worth a bet in a group where really I only felt like I had to worry about Shane Lowry. And I, I'm just not, Eric Van Roy and the HB3, I'm just not as worried about in this group. So plus 230 on him, that's all my group bets.
4: You'll, uh hmm. what did Daniel Berger do to you? We mean? just had a golf
5: tournament. And you didn't
2: bet on Daniel Burr. What's going on? You mean in the draft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you know. hey, look. I don't know. I don't think he has the uh, eye of the tiger in this one. Choked Where's in you? the Honda. I think he's too nice. It's, I think you have to have like, a Patrick Reed certain attitude to play well in these kind of things. I think it fits his personality perfectly, which is why I did go with Patrick Reed. Kind of why I like uh, Can't Lay in this thing. Yeah. Don't he didn't want to talk to anybody. He
5: didn't well. want friends. Yeah, he you know? doesn't want friends. Wanna, you feel me? He didn't want to.
4: He didn't want to hang out. Now,
5: see, there's, you could talk about that type of golfer where this kind of situation benef- benefits. The other type is the opposite end with the the guys who struggle putting and you just get gimmies in these tournaments. So, you know, if you if you don't play with a jerk partner who wants you to put everything out, guys like like everybody always makes fun of Sergio for this, where it's like his record's so great. And it's like, well, because they, they give Sergio putts that they shouldn't give him. They should make mm-hmm. him putt out.
2: What is your Phil Mickelson theory? We found out that he will not be participating in the Masters today. Just to, he's just got to go away but for a while, but uh, yesterday, I'm sorry. Just got to go yes. away.
4: Yeah, I think so. He's got to go away and then do the apology tour. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, all his sponsors dropped him. So there's also that, right? I mean, like now he's coming out of pocket to go to all these tournaments now. Hmm. Like everyone dropped him.
2: Man. It's an amazing. You don't story. get to
4: fly <laughs> private for free anymore. It's an
2: amazing story, man. Like that's got to hurt.
5: I can't even imagine. Can you imagine getting used to doing that and then be, it have, being taken away from you? And then, yeah. And then hopping on like Jet Blue Sitting next to me on JetBlue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Phil, what's going on, man? How,
2: did, how does that call go for from, from the Some Masters? Don't spirit. Right? Feel like, uh, <laughs> you feel like you shouldn't play in our tournament this year.
5: I mean, you know, allegedly it was yeah. him who told them allegedly. he wasn't going to play. Sure, yeah.
2: sure. <laughs> Spend like $19 on your spirit ticket and then Phil Mickelson sitting next to you. <laughs> Can I tell my, uh, my sports book story today? Do you think that would be fun for people or no? Because I can't tell my bet yet.
5: Yeah, sure. This is, experience. This, for, this for, is Las Vegas. For those who sports think that betting Las, Las Vegas, Vegas
2: is the capital of the sports betting world, uh, I do have the app for a certain sports sportsbook. I won't say the name of the sportsbook, right? But I do have an app, so I'm able to see what their lines are. And I say, oh, look at that line. I'd like to go bet that. Now, I, I'm not a app funder at this one, so I'm like, I'd like to just bet it there because I don't necessarily want them, you know, tracking my stuff. Anyway, as it turns out, so I go there. Uh, I walk into the uh, to the sports book. By the way, um, not a lovely place. And I walk mm. into the sports book, and uh, I go to the uh, to the lady behind. I was like, "Yeah, I want to make this bet." Uh, so and so, so and so, and she looks. She goes, "I don't have that." And I go, "Yeah, but it's on your app." She goes, "Well, can you go look at the sheets, see if it's on there?" <laughs> So I go look at the sheets. The sport that I'm betting is not on the sheets. So I go back to her and I go, yeah, it's not on the sheets. Could you check again? She goes, uh, why don't you check the kiosk? I'm like, oh, there's stuff on the kiosk that's not at the at the window? She goes, yeah, there's a lot of more stuff on the kiosk than there is in the window. I'm like, oh, great. So I go to the kiosk. Uh, I get to the kiosk. I realize I need one of the uh, casino cards to swipe through to use the kiosk. So I go back to her. At this point, I'm just a seven-year-old child going between my parents, right? I go back to her and I go, hey, look, you sent me to the sheets, and then you sent me to the, kios- the kiosk. I need the card, right? She goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. So you got to go to the other side of the casino and get the, uh, the casino card. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So I go to the other side of the casino and I get the casino card. Now I've done like three little errands, right, just trying to make a wager. And then I get to the uh, to the kiosk itself, able to make the wager. They're limiting you on the uh, kiosk at a certain amount. Uh, but then I, I made the bet, and then they didn't change the number, and the question that I had in my head was, okay, since they, with the card, know that it's me betting it, am I allowed to bet it a second time, even though they limited me on the first one at a nickel, am I allowed to bet it a second time at the same number? They didn't move the number. And your answer is? Go ahead and try. Well, I did. Yeah. Okay. But then, so I did it once more. And then I thought to myself, because they didn't move it after that, I'm like, I'll just leave it at that for now. Now here we are, hours and hours later. They still haven't moved it. I mean, am I allowed to go back and bet it again? What's the What's the protocol there? I mean, until they. What's the etiquette? Until they move the number or tell you you can't. Despite the fact that on on a single bet I had a limit, I'm still allowed to go back. It's like they had the opportunity to move it, they didn't. Yeah, they right? totally. gotta move the number. You gotta, gotta move the, the number. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just move don't, the number. I listen. I just don't want to win this and then them come back to me at the end and be like, uh, you saw you had a you limit on the first the one, and then we saw you bet it a second time and a third time and a. I don't want that to be the case. Anyway, that was it. I went to the window. They sent me to the sheets. I went back to the window. They sent me to the kiosk. I went back to the window. They sent me over there. It's a silly game out here, folks.
1: Oh, jeez.
5: You know how many friends I've talked to on the East Coast now since I've moved out here? They're just like, yeah, like, what do you mean? Don't you just go on a website and put down a credit card and, like, you're good to go? (laughs) It's like, no. Website? What
2: is that? Anyway, that's my experience today. It was fun, though. Got it down finally. We'll come back. Rick Gaiman will join us. From the First Cut Podcast, talk some more WGC Match Play next.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander
0: and Matt Brown on vSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Do you need some bracket insurance? State Farm is there. Play the free second chance bracket presented by State Farm. Make new picks in the round of 16 for your shot at a share of $20,000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash State Farm now to join the action. State Farm, we offer surprisingly great rates. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Kelly, did you want to give your uh, Zion update uh, on air? Do you want to tell, tell everybody what you saw?
5: Zion uh, posted on his Instagram. He's dunking. He uh, he threw one off the backboard in practice, or by himself in a gym. Actually, it would be more accurate, and oh. uh, he slammed it home. I don't know if the the elevation is what what, uh, <laughs> what we've seen out of Zion in the past, but hey, he's doing it. Anything else you want to
2: add or? Oh, that that's it. That's
4: <laughs> it. That's <laughs> it. That's and, it. <laughs>
5: All right, just curious. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if we want to keep, if we want to, if
4: we want to, like, just throw another one on the board here. Yeah. End of three. Yeah. Trey Young has thirty-eight. Oh, here we go. So, he is but 12 away from a 50-burger. 50 50-watch. 50 Let's just get another one going.
2: What did he have the other? He had 43 or something the other night. He got, he, you know, he flirted. That was, he was the, that was the night where Steph had 47. And who had 60 that night? Somebody else had 60 that night. They're all running into each other. They really are. All right, let's talk some more golf. Let's bring in Rick Gaiman, uh, founder of RickRunGood.com and, of course, host of the First Cut podcast. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Rick RickRunGood. How you doing, Rick? Good to see you. I'm doing
6: I'm doing well. Good to see you guys. Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
2: Uh, I'll start with this, the same question that I asked of these gentlemen next to me, which is, do you prefer betting this kind of format or not prefer?
6: Oh, much prefer yeah there there's a lot of subtleties in this and I think uh, if you're willing to embrace uh, volatility which I'm sure we can talk about there's a lot of weird things that happen uh, in golf's version of March Madness in the WGC match play in the bracket here so uh, I much prefer to do this especially because with the way that this is set up uh, the first three rounds Wednesday Thursday Friday they're all common opponents you know these guys are playing out of the same group and they have to play one another uh, one time so there, there's a lot of information that we are going to glean uh, after the first uh, couple of rounds here. I, I really enjoy this. Now we can't play in the great state of Nevada here, uh, Rick.
4: But this was always when I, when we could. This was always my favorite DFS tournament of the year because you would be surprised how many people will put guys from the same from the same grouping in their teams and different things. And all like it wouldn't think through the strategy of all that. And I think that that really you know kind of a just, it's not even really next-level thinking. It's more common sense than anything else, but people just not taking that into account. I think this is like a DFS from a DFS perspective this week is, is where you can really print.
6: It's it's the biggest built-in edge. I mean, you don't even have to be uh, smart as long as you're logical. As long as you're not putting guys from the same group. So, for example, group number one has John Rahm, Patrick Reed, Cameron Young, and Sebastian Munoz. If you put two of those golfers in your lineup, uh, you've done something horribly wrong. And I would go one step further and look at the group right next to it. So you've got to have uh, you got to have a bracket handy when you're filling out your lineups because you could conceivably ruin your chances uh, with, with before this thing even starts by not giving your lineup six cracks to get to the elite eight. You've got to have clear paths to get there. So you're right. There is a lot of built-in edge, even if you don't have any skill in building lineups whatsoever, as long as you're looking at a bracket.
2: So then beyond DFS, uh, Rick, do you find yourself betting more head to heads more? There's also the three-way, right? With a draw included as well in some uh, markets. Uh, The group, Props, who will win a group or who will win overall, who will get to the championship, who will get to the Final Four. How do you end up shaking this out?
6: Yeah, so right now I have a very small outright card, very small, laser-focused, only a couple guys before this event begins, because what we're going to have an opportunity is when when we get to the Sweet 16, when we get out of the group stage, you're still going to have long enough numbers on a lot of the guys that you're going to like, and you're not going to have to deal with them wading through their own group. So I like to wait for outrights, but right now I've got a lot of action in in the group betting. You can find some odds for some of those uh, underdogs, some of the 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 players and the D players to come out of their own group, but I'm going to be uh, heavily invested in the rounds by round stuff, especially as we get into uh, Thursday and Friday, when we have a little bit more information about how the course is playing and we have one round or one match from everybody already in the books. Rick, did you kind
4: of get your player pool together by, a type of golfer and a skill set you were looking for, or did you kind of wait until the draws came out and look at who's in what group and things like that and the odds that were accompanying those guys and then you kind of started to put your card together?
6: Yeah, fortunately, I'm, I'm too aware of kind of what course was coming. I had some guys earmarked, and I was really excited for them, and then I saw the draw, and I got less excited about some of those guys. Keith Mitchell is a perfect example. I loved the way that Keith Mitchell, and I still do, sets up for Austin Country Club because he's such a good driver of the golf ball, and we've seen him get hot at times, and you're going to need to really kind of tap into a ceiling week if you want to play seven matches over five days and go out and win this thing. Then I saw he was in Patrick Cantlay's group with Sung J.M. and Seamus Power, and I became uh, a, a little less excited but yeah there are certainly um, some guys the, the Pete Dye specialist you know this is only 7100 yards as a par 71 it's not very long there's going to be a lot of shots from 150 yards in it. it's probably why you've seen a uh, while Kevin Kisner is such a great match play specialist this is not a huge course for him you know he can get out of his group he can make a run Mackenzie Hughes not a long hitter relies on the short game he can get out of his group so there are definitely types of players that I'm looking for even before before I, I saw what the draws were.
2: So where does that narrative like so we'll hear right we'll hear on, on golf telecast oh this guy's a great match play player oh <laughs> he, he really shows up for the match play like what portion of that so Patrick Reed not in good form right but like people say oh great match play player D- does that enter your brand at all when you're handicapping this or not at all
6: Yeah, so let me be very clear here. It's probably like 25% of the calculation for me, but I don't step into Ryder Cup match play. I don't step into President's Cup match play. They're just entirely different beasts. You know, at the Ryder Cup, you've got Phil Mickelson walking with you and talking strategy, and you've got the whole team room and everybody rooting for you uh, at the same time. It's nothing like this event. So I like to look at match play history, but very specific to this event at Austin Country Club since 2016. That's what I like to look at. It's about 25% of of my entire package of what I would kind of put together for a model, but it's, it's a very specific type of match play record. So
4: when it all was said and done, where did you kind of start to end up with some of these grouping
6: bets, some of your outrights? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm I'm a big chaos guy. So uh, there's, there's four different players in each one of these groups. And historically, even the D player, that's the worst seed in each one of these groups, wins the group 24% of the time. The A player, the best player in the group, only wins the group 30% of the time. Very, very tiny margin between these types of golfers. So I like to embrace chaos. So when I'm looking at some of these group bettings, uh, Tom Hoagie sticks out to me. He is in, let's see, group 12 with Billy Horschel. That's the head headliner of that group. He's been a great ball striker. He's going to give himself a lot of opportunities. On the other side of the bracket, it's scary to step in front of Xander Shoffley and step in front of Tony Finau, but I'm doing that with Lucas Herbert, a guy who uh, is a good putter, a good short game player, and what we know in match play is that oftentimes first in wins, and the way you do that is with the flat stick. So uh, what you'll see me do right now is is focus a lot on the underdogs, on the C players, on the D players to get out of their group, and it's kind of like uh, March Madness for for college basketball, guys. I mean, uh, yes, Cinderella's can make a run. St. Peter's can get to the Sweet 16. Is St. Peter's really going to win the whole thing? Probably not. So that, it's kind of similar here. We can have the D players and the C players make a run. But once we start getting to the final four, to the championship rounds, I'm focusing on the big names. Uh, Brooks Kepka like the way that he sets up when he can look his opponent dead in the eyes uh, over 18 holes. Patrick Cantlay, another nightmare in match play. So that that's kind of the way that I try to balance my underdog cinderellas and my and my studs going through this bracket
2: that's a great context i i think it makes sense completely where you have when you have a group of four don't think that the uh that the four you know the long shot is any really historically less likely you know with any significant math uh to get there to the uh to the round of 16 and then of course you go into the march madness mode where it gets a little more chalky so so then who was an outright for you ultimately did you bet any
6: yeah, so right now what I did is I took one guy from each quadrant, which is the way that I like to do this now because they wouldn't run into each other until you get to the final four. So it's it's Patrick Cantley out of the bottom left-hand corner of the bracket, uh, Brooks Kepka in the upper left, and then I went with Alex Noren out of the upper right. Noren's been phenomenal at this event. He's 12-3 in his last three years. He's probably playing better now than he ever has. He would kind of be a dark horse long shot to make a run at this thing. And then the bi- bottom right-hand corner for me was Victor Hovland, just a a star, a stud who ball strikes the heck out of it. And uh, some of these college guys who are, you know, he's a couple of years removed from Oklahoma state, but they play a lot of match play in college too. This is a format that he's, he's very, very familiar with. And then as we uh, get the groups decided and we get into the sweet 16, I still have room to kind of add on and adjust, but those are the four that I'm going to enter the week with
4: Rick. We've only got 30 seconds here. A couple of weeks removed from uh, heading over to Augusta. Anybody on your card yet?
6: It's gotta be Justin Thomas. Yeah. Justin Thomas is trending in the right direction. He's got bones on the bag this time around. And when you look at what he's done, not only here recently, but in recent years at Augusta national, I think he's going to be a big time player. And I've already bet him
2: Rick. Great job. I don't know how anybody can listen to you and not get pumped for this event starting tomorrow. <laughs> really appreciate it, man. Thank you.
6: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Rick Gaiman, everybody from uh, the Rick run website. Of course, the first cut podcast uh, at Rick run good on Twitter. It's good stuff from him, by good the way. Good stuff. He's awesome. Yeah. and he his picks kind of jived with yours pretty pretty heavily.
4: I got he can't lay, and he's got Noren. That's good. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. good. I'd like to win one of those.
2: I hope you all do. I really do. We'll come back. Major League Baseball strikeout props. We'll take a look at those next, right here on Veasan's Prime Time Action.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: College basketball season is in full swing, in case you haven't noticed. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games. Maybe you stayed up late to see a particularly intense game. Take a five-hour energy shot in the morning, then, so you can uh, energize your day, rather. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick me up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. With flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more, there's a flavor for everyone. Get a 5 Hour Energy today. Skill Matt and Kelly. You know, just watching basketball. My favorite flavor is pulp-free orange juice. Orange, <laughs> orange. We stepped right into the Drew Dinsick. That was <laughs> the most obvious. Yeah, <laughs> we
5: stepped right
2: into that. This is a. Uh, mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, he's he goes and gets him out of his tree. His you know his his organic set up in his backyard he and uh, squeezes his own. And he has a pulp monitor
4: on there where he can say like, I want lots of pulp today. I want moderate pulp today. Yeah, of course. I want yeah. low pulp today.
2: This is Jason H eleven on Twitter. First of all, just correcting us on a couple things. He goes, uh, first of all, he goes, it's a sausage, bacon, egg, and cheese. We eventually got there. Isaiah got us there. Yeah, and it looks amazing. He said, Matt, humans must have a review on it. And he says, figures, talking about Drew now, figures the California guy likes pulp. Hashtag weird. Yeah, he probably throws a, a dollop of guacamole in there, too.
5: That he makes. Yeah, know, yeah, he's got the homemade. avocado tree out back, yep.
4: Oh man! I'm up two to nothing this hockey game. I'm
2: yeah, you are. Thing. You're up two to nothing. Yeah, he's up. My Calgary Flames. <laughs> Andy McNeil already in puck line range. Just got to play even the rest of the way. Not you though. You got minus three and a half. Yeah, I got to get a couple more goals. That's okay.
5: Giannis Over. with 14 rebounds with five minutes left in the third quarter. I just caught that note. Bucks lead this game 75 to 57. Big game for me as I'm trying to cash my uh, bucks to win the Central Division ticket. That was that was. What was your number? Of up? all the horrible NBA futures bets I've made this year, that was actually a really good one. The Magic outscore the Warriors twenty
4: nine to sixteen in the fourth quarter to win ninety four to ninety. Oh, uh,
5: so you're telling me the Magic got home and the under got home? I really wish I would have played that lean, both those leans. But the Nets had
4: to ruin me. Outscore them twenty nine to sixteen in the fourth to win ninety four
2: to ninety. Let me see Kelly's. Uh... Eastern Conference Futures. I like how we parsed we made so many. We only just have Eastern Conference I think there's three graphics. There's so many. Sixers to win the NBA Finals. Still alive. 76ers to win the East. Uh, Teetering. Heat to win the NBA Finals. Still alive. Bucks to win the Central. There you go. Minus 125. Sixers under 50 and a half. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, they're 44 and 27. I mean, it's not dead. Not dead. Hawks is dead. Hawks over is dead. That one's dead. They cannot get there. Uh, yeah, no, they can't get there. That's over. Here yeah, weather
5: win total was
2: Dallas. Western Conference Futures. Mavs to win the finals. Mavs to win the West. Nuggets to win the finals. Nuggets to win the West. Pacific was, Division to win the NBA finals. Obviously, that's so, a... Uh, so that gives me the Suns, Warriors, and Clippers. That's correct. Now with Clippers, perhaps, interesting. And then the Mavericks over 47 and a half wins. Well... That you, you, is you, you, you four wins away. That's probably going to get there. I need four, four wins. wins. away. Oh, man. <laughs> Jalen Green. <laughs> <laughs> Luca to win MVP. <laughs> Jalen Brunson, sixth man of the year. <laughs> Chris Duarte, rookie of the year. <laughs> DeMontis the Bonus to win MVP. <laughs> Jalen Brown to win MVP. <laughs> James Harden to win MVP. Oh, Nicole Jokic to win MVP. Oh, there's a good number. That's 14 good one. To make up for all the other crap bets. Hey, it just takes one. I asked Drew about that this morning. He's like, "Yeah, it's not going to happen now." Th- he still thinks it's Embiid. He's yeah. He still thinks it's Embiid because the Nuggets are teetering on being a playing team, and I, so I, I did push back, and I'm like, "Yeah, but he doesn't have a second or third best player with him." Yeah. And, and like, it's
5: not like I mean, this I, I, I maybe like I would get that argument more if the Sixers were sitting in the one seed and well, like well, distanced themselves from everybody else. I mean, the Sixers and Nuggets could easily finish within a one or two seeds of each other.
2: I think what he was getting at, though, and I was kind of, like, getting sad as he said it because I think mean, he's right, uh, is he's just like, yeah, but, you know, I'm paraphrasing. But it's like, can you count on the voters to just think that one step further? And it's the whole, like, do we give this guy MVP back-to-back thing? Human beings are so flawed. I mean, that's kind of the stuff. part
5: I'm the most worried about.
2: Right. And it's, and it's the, the opposite is the Monty Williams
5: like we talked about yesterday. Right. Right. It's, well, you were it was really close last year. We feel like we got to make it up to him. And not that he doesn't deserve it, right? Uh, he he does.
2: absolutely deserves it, yes. But, but Drew's point is, Drew said it at the end, and I think he's right. He goes, is is Nikola Jokic the best player in the NBA? Yeah. Is he going to get the MVP? Totally different story. So stupid. But he's right. I would say Jokic is the second best player in the NBA. Who's the best? Giannis. Yeah.
5: Just I don't, like I don't if, think
2: I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Yeah, like, just
5: like if I had to start a you know starting five tomorrow, and am um, picking from the league. Giannis, we're still going first. Giannis. Right? Yeah. Such a hard.
4: I mean, yeah, Durant. It is question. tough, Durant. Durant's well, you know what I started
5: thinking about this is when you said uh, we were talking last night. Yeah, had it had to have been last night. Denny, uh, Denny Avdia. I mean, it's, yeah. all, it's all the same. <laughs>
2: Seriously,
5: when you said LeBron's still being a top five player, Chris Duarte, <laughs> and, and I think LeBron is. <laughs> I think he's just fifth. I don't know. I'm like, I think I would put, I would put Giannis, Jokic. Embiid and, and Durant ahead of him, but like he probably comes in at number five.
2: Who comes in at five? LeBron. LeBron comes in at
5: five. I think he's two episodes. To me, I think he still comes in at five. I think he does. Who's four? So I would
4: put. There's an argument that he's still like top three.
5: Yes, there's an argument you can make. The only guys I think you clearly can clearly can put ahead of him. Yeah. Are Giannis and Jokic. Yes. And then it's Embiid-Durant I would still put in front of him. Like, if I had to take go to a game tomorrow, I, I, I think I would take those guys. All right. After that, I don't think there's anybody else you could
2: say you would clearly oh, take in front of
4: LeBron. Losers let the Sharks score.
2: Mm. <laughs> That's what happens when you lay three and a half. These
4: losers let Sharks score. <laughs> Some guy who's only got two goals on the whole year. Vlasic, two goals. Second goal
2: of the whole year, this guy. Yeah. So Man. he's due. You know what also, what also happens on Andy McNeil's puck line that doesn't happen on your three-and-a-half? The whole empty net situation? Yeah. yeah. Things you didn't think through, Matt Brown.
4: Hey, I was getting, I mean, you know.
2: just, you still, just got, you still got time. I got, we, got, we got plenty, plenty of time. time. What, you got one now? Oh, you got plenty
5: of time.
4: We got plenty of time. You only need three goals. Golden Knights down two to nothing early. Boy, what is up? It's
5: picturing Matt getting home tonight, running to the TV to turn this on. <laughs> Completely. And, Watching his phone as he's driving. And he's and and up two goals. And his <laughs> wife's just like, what are you sweating? Like, what
4: will is will not going cross on? my mind when I walk out those doors right there. <laughs> <laughs> will not cross my mind. You'll find out tomorrow. Was one
2: of your largest wagers ever? Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Like, won't even cross my mind. It's like my Pistons in game yesterday against the Blazers, which did not get home. Hey, it's okay. It was the right bet. It was. All right, uh, MLB strikeouts, real quick, because we haven't uh, we haven't looked at this one yet. Um, among so many markets that you can bet in Major League Baseball, so we're revving up for the baseball season. By the way, Ghost Man on second back. Are you guys happy with that? Just for twenty twenty
4: two? I mean, you yeah. know. I don't. I'm kind of like yeah. That's, I'm, well, like you, so I'm like like whatever.
2: I, I still have more of a problem with like why does nobody bunt?
5: But you know, right. Whatever.
2: Garrett Cole is your short shot. Plus 450. Uh, Last year, by the way, in case anybody was wondering, Robbie Ray, 248 Ks, edged Zach Wheeler at 247. Garrett Cole ended up third, Major League Baseball, 243. Max Scherzer, fourth. Corbin Burns, fifth. Garrett Cole's your short shot, plus 450. DeGrom, remember he got hurt last year. Otherwise, maybe it's him. Five to one. Scherzer's plus 650. Robbie Ray, the defending champ, as we just mentioned, nine to one. And then there's Corbin Burns at 11 to one. So... The usual suspects, if you will.
4: Yes, yeah, Steamer's projections does have Cole um, as the as the top strikeout guy, mainly because, you know, also just from a workhorse standpoint, mm-hmm. you got to throw a bunch of innings, you're going to have a bunch of strikeouts, and they have Cole right up there as one of the top guys as far as innings pitched over the course of the season. Uh, Robbie Ray second they have. They have Scherzer third. Bieber fourth. I don't know how far Bieber is down, so he's 11. He's 11 to one. Um, the other Burns bit. Degrom, then Aaron Nola. So I don't know where Aaron Nola. Is. Fourteen to one. Aaron Nola was yeah. eighth
2: last year. Yeah.
4: So that's kind of where their their projection system has uh, has some of these guys. So, I mean, the odds are are fairly in line there. They do have Nola higher than you know the odds would would indicate here, but not by much. So it's it's priced appropriately. And the only problem with you know these counting stat ones, right, is just like a guy misses three or four – you know, a guy misses three starts with a blister or something, and then you're done. That's the only thing that I don't like from a pitching standpoint. I don't like the counting stat ones from a pitching standpoint. Right. Like, home runs, you can afford a guy to miss a week, you know, like – These are Because it's hard to hit home runs, you know.
2: So These are out. You could be out for a long time. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Like, you miss three starts with a blister or whatever, and then, you know, if you're a eight-strikeout-a-game guy, you've missed out on 25 strikeouts, and that's enough to separate, you know, you and – and the next guy.
2: Historically, this is not a market that
4: I bet very often.
2: Yes. yes. I don't remember having too many strikeout bets. Neither I. Yeah.
4: Neither I. From a, from a Zips perspective, they, bo- they also have Cole first. Um, Scherzer, Ray, then Giolito, then
2: Nola, then Bueller, then Burns, then Cease. Yeah, all those guys that you're naming, mm-hmm. you know, that you're rattling off, all were plus 200 strikeouts guys last year.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the projection system on, on those guys right there. So, yeah, I mean, all the, the odds are appropriate. I don't see anything that's really an outlier.
2: Yeah. I'm not racing to bet Robbie Ray at 9-1 to one just because he won it last year. DeGrom is never a bad choice in anything, by the way. should point that out as well. We'll come back. Uh, Matt will have a preview of the Kraken and the, Colour- the Coyote yes. texts, among other things, on Beeson's Primetime Action.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil
0: Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack-starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, cross Croissant Combos, and hot or cold coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends as well. Oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. I think we need a review of this
4: for tomorrow night's show. Kelly, I need you to swing by and get a breakfast baconator tomorrow morning on your way in. And I want a review of the breakfast bake.
5: I'm supposed to pick up a breakfast sandwich on my way in here to our show that starts at 4 p.m. Pacific time.
4: Are you not? Do you not come into the office? No, Aren't I do. You, um,
5: but not, not that. Or what time? You you things? Things? What time do you think Wendy's breakfast ends? is he an
4: wh- overseer? You, I thought he was. An overseer. What
5: time do you think Wendy's breakfast ends?
4: Sorry, I thought you were I thought you were. More I usually come the in the like UR, noon.
5: I'm sorry, like 11 a.m. noon.
2: Wow, wow. Pretty soon, it's going to ask me to do it. <laughs>
6: Gil, you're in early. Yeah, there's yeah, someone else in really early. <laughs> I just don't know where. <laughs> what about is? you, Gil? <laughs> I don't
4: know where a Wendy's is on your 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 route here. You're just a you I
2: know. Don't, I don't there is a Wendy's, I believe, on my route. Is there? no, actually, I don't know. I'm not sure if that was Wendy's or not. I don't, yeah, know. I don't
5: really know either. Mm. I mean, isn't your route basically just the highway? So,
2: yes, it is the freeway. The freeway, sorry. The highway. Yeah, we're out west now, I guess, the freeway. Well, California. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Trey just took one from the uh, logo. Um. Yeah. So I don't. So uh, Yeah. I'm not. Doing you can't that. do it. I'm not doing that. You can't one. do one either. Four in the morning or five in the morning, wherever I get in here. Um, Six in the morning. Yep. Was,
5: yeah. Yeah. You yeah. No. Know, get it, and then just you know let it leave it out on the poker <laughs> or the blackjack table over here for about eight hours until we go on it. <laughs> we'll do a full review. All right. Yeah.
4: So guys, we yeah. have uh, we have one one NHL, two NHL games still to come, the Predators and the Kings. The Kings minus 125 home favorites over the Predators plus 105. The Kraken have moved to a favorite in this game over the Coyotes. Yeah. Minus 115 favorite over the Coyotes. I'm looking here. Gotta bet it. Here's you're, the thing. You're just a coward. They're you know. starting Philip Grubauer at goalie. I've heard Not of that him. guy before. And maybe it's because the coyotes are starting Carol Vejmelzka. Vesh-
2: Vesh- Vesh- was Grubauer on the Dallas Stars? He was a Washington Capital. Dang it. He might have been on the Stars, too. He was a Capital, for sure.
4: Veshmelka for the Coyotes is, is starting, so I don't he might be a backup or something.
2: Got to be. This is really insightful.
5: He was on the Avalanche.
2: That's who I was thinking of. So, in addition to the Capitals? Yeah, you know, you're right. It's- Uh, Xavier up on Vandy, twenty nine, twenty six. The other NIT quarterfinal. I believe that St. Bonaventure will play the winner of this game in the semis. Do you have any NIT? But you didn't. Who am I asking? You guys. guys. (laughs) I forgot where I was. Uh, You guys didn't have any. We got our golf brackets. By the way, Bill 80 <laughs> says to me, he goes, So uh, I see they kind of roped you into the uh, anti college basketball. I was like, Yeah, I know. Those guys completely threw me under the bus on that.
5: I love golf. Well, that's basketball. not fair.
2: Yeah. We never did that. Yeah, I mean- you did. You kind of you, you grouped us. And I'm like, well, I I love college basketball, but. Well, wait, 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 wait! That might be a different conversation.
5: Is that for the selection Sunday Show oh, stuff? Oh no, 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 no!
2: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that kind I did of, group you in there. Yeah, yeah, you I'm not going to. I'm with okay that, with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't have to do everything. Figured you enjoyed a Sunday. All yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> No, that wasn't the problem. It was never a complaint to
5: no, I, I feel like uh, yeah. hey, there's many times I've texted you where I'm like, sorry, Gil, we let you down tonight. When uh, it's just like, you guys are excited? The best was the day before the tournament. You guys are excited for the tournament? You be t- a both like, yeah, sure, totally.
2: It's like, get Wes in here. I need <laughs> get, somebody get to Wes talk to. Stat. I need somebody to talk to. Wes will be joining us Thursday it, and Friday He will night be. And that was... For Sweet 16.
5: Uh Yes, yeah. uh, let's just put it.
2: it, it would it, The shows would have been a lot worse last week if he uh, wasn't around. Wes Reynolds, That's an under- tremendous shot in the arm. Can talk to you about any sport and also air supply if you want to.
5: Music, wrestling, yeah. Yeah. commentators for any sporting event you went on. That- bulls, bulls gonna lose this game. Bulls, Bull, bulls are limp. We're
4: gonna limp into the playoffs here. But you, yep. you know, you said it. You said you said yeah. it was coming. This, this, they're
2: gonna lose this game big. They're down twenty-two right now. The the NBA playoffs. May we just say this for a second? The NBA playoffs this year, and I don't feel like I'm being prisoner of the moment. You have more outstanding matchups from jump. Not talking about the play-ins now. Once we get to the actual playoffs, then I think I, I think there are more outstanding first round series than we ever have had before. Because you could have oh,
5: the first, Eastern Conference going to be
2: ridiculous. Not only that, we, we we sleep on the on the Western first round matchups because you could have. Right, you could have potentially the clip show right now with Kawhi and Paul yep. George. If the top eight, a
5: top eight get in there too, you you're right. One through eight is they're solid matchups. I mean, you
2: have the, remember the first round of the NBA playoffs used to just be a snooze fest. Yeah, where you would say, do they really have to play a best of seven? Really for this. I mean, Denver Nuggets were I mean,
5: one of the hottest teams in the league. Drew's right. They have cooled off in the past, you know, few, couple of uh, past but week if
2: they or get two. players too, right?
5: But yeah, Jamal Murray might be coming back. Michael right. Porter might be coming back. Jamal Murray maybe not, but Jamal Michael Porter probably coming back here sometime. Um I mean the Minnesota Timberwolves are the hottest team in the NBA right now. They're mm-hmm. in this current seven seed currently.
2: Well, Boston Celtics, but yes.
5: I mean, yeah. depends on what time frame you're looking yeah, at. The past few couple weeks has been the Timberwolves. Yeah. Uh Mavericks. Right behind those two, as far as hot teams, they're in the five seed right now. You got the Jazz in the four seed, Golden State in the three, Memphis in the two, Suns in the one. I'm with you, man. I'm the. It might take off two weeks. Oh,
2: your response to it was to take off <laughs> two weeks to enjoy it. I see. Most people be like, I can't wait. I'm, oh, I'm glad I'll that switch I'm spots work. with Parl's. I'll do. I'll do the boarding show so I can watch it at night. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I. I think that needs to be said, right? Because we're coming off. Okay, you know, just awesome March Madness. And then usually, right, it's like, okay, there's there is the Masters as a sort of bridge. But then like the the beginning of the NBA playoffs is exciting as exciting as we get excited as we get, usually we're sort of like, all right, well, first round. But this is awesome from jump from the middle of April for you know latish April, NBA season ending, you know, pretty soon now. And then we go right into that. And baseball, of course, begins as well. And then I don't know if you guys heard today. Again, there was a update on the New York uh, vaccine yes. mandate. Yeah. and the update is there is no update. Yeah, uh, it, the update
5: is the mayor's not gonna not gonna back down to the pressures of professional uh, sports. as not real, yet It anyway. Was the
2: message I got basically? Yeah, what it sounded like to me again, just this is complete speculation. You're right. Me, yeah, me, complete too. speculation. What it sounded like to me was it will get rolled back but not exactly when you guys want it
5: R- Right. Be. Like, we're not going to put a timetable on yeah. it be just because of you guys.
2: That, yeah, I agree. So, That's kind of what I got out So of it will too. it be opening day for the Yankees April 7th? Remember, the NBA regular season ends three days after that, where Brooklyn would then, you know, obviously have the play-in game, and then one would assume a playoff series, and that affects, obviously, Kyrie's availability at home in home games. It doesn't sound like, and a complete speculation, doesn't sound like it'll happen right then. It almost sounds like the Yankees will ha- and the Mets will have to play a series or two or three or I don't know how many with these rules, and maybe Brooklyn will have to play a game or two or a series, and then it'll happen. That, that, that's complete speculation, but that's what it sounded like. It sounded like the mayor was like, I'm doing this on my own terms, not when you guys tell me to. It. That was the, the gist that I got yeah. as well. So I don't know. Like I'm not going to be bullied, essentially. I'm not going to be bullied. I'm the mayor. I was, I was elected.
4: <laughs> well, you, are guys you guys weren't elected <laughs> Any You guys are just
2: baseball players, yeah. basketball you players. <laughs> you got selected. I got elected. But that obviously has, you know, tremendous betting implications, right? Yeah. It's like, and especially when we look at these baseball ones, it, it, it could be just enough to give teams like the Blue Jays, who already have the mm-hmm. Canadian thing happening, an edge It should inform your season wins bets if this continues. And obviously the Brooklyn Nets, you know, they go from justified elite team among a very few that could win the NBA championship to uh, they could get bounced pretty soon pretty early
5: yeah one uh just the last nba tip tonight you do have uh, a second game on tnt you have the clippers at the nuggets uh, this clippers team this number's come down it was seven and a half earlier today six and a half now is what the nuggets are laying uh it, clippers have seen money and i honestly think with, with how the nuggets have been playing a little bit recently uh it, Clippers, as far as numbers, net rating wise, uh, catching six and a half points here is a fair, fair amount. I'm, I'm staying away from it, but that is the, the side I would
2: lean to, Matt. I would lean to. Your lead and seem to come in well today.
5: Yeah, I'm gun shy. I, I, I'm having that complete the just the the mind mess after last night's uh,
2: the Miami Heat bet. What was that run you had earlier this year, basketball? Oh gosh, I'd have to.
5: You didn't want to bring it back up. Well, there's something playing back here. Hold on.
2: It's like twenty-two to 22 and, 22 one. and one, or something along that. It's long. ridiculous.
5: Oh uh, no, it wasn't that much. It was like
2: twenty-two and three or something. Oh, that sucks. The heck is going on back there? Well, that must mean it's time for us to go. Yeah, it must. Yeah, the something, studio's something, going crazy. Something's going on. <laughs> something's going something's on back there. Uh, all right, we've done. We're all,
4: ready to get us out of here, Gil. We,
2: we've done <laughs> like, all we can do. Get on.
5: I gotta go handicap some like more. Thirty tennis. seconds early. Go on, get on. I gotta go handicap some more. Tennis. That was Tim Murray just coming through a speaker somewhere. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get on. He
2: said. <laughs> uh, enjoy. Uh, we are going circa and the nightcap. Tim Murray and Sean King. They'll take you through all the night basketball games and see if you can cash your minus three and a half.
4: Maybe. Hockey bet.
2: Or or not. It's next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy.
0: if you dare.